All right, before we get started, just want to let you guys know this is not a podcast for your grandma. Unless your grandma likes to talk shit like we do. <laughs> Let's go. Yo, first and foremost, you know what it is, a middle finger to what it ain't. It's your boy, Rashim, and of course, my guy, TZ. Yeah. Welcome to another episode of Behind the Muse. TZ, how you living, dog? Man, I'm, I'm feeling good, man. I'm living good, man. Chicago weather is warming up. We finna yes, be old folks getting vaccinated. We finna be having... I really feel like this finna be the motherfucking summer, bro. This is gonna be the summer. Did you get vaccinated? That's the question. I did get vaccinated, bro. Because so I'm finna we, be, I'm finna be traveling. So, like me personally, shit, I ain't finna have nowhere. Show that vaccine card and go where the fuck I want to go. So at this point, we're just waiting for TZ to mutate and uh, be <laughs> just be behind the muse. Just me. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you what. I'm gonna tell you what. I am gonna get the vaccine at some point. I'm looking at avenues because they just opened it up in Arkansas to where like right. you can get it anywhere. Really? So I'm I'm gonna get it, but I I'm still a little like y'all y'all in fucking damn near ground zero because <laughs> the governor said no mask at all. He said fuck yeah, mask. Facts. Facts. Arkansas did throughout the whole pandemic panorama Pandora's box, whatever the hell you want to call it, was one of the top five states the entire time. Like what yeah, facts, facts. Yeah, they definitely don't Are give you a fuck. Okay? No, nah, I, I mean, I'm probably dying. Like, let's, let's keep it 100. I'm probably dying. I got COVID right now. It just doesn't leave me. Just, but, uh, <laughs> you did have COVID, though. That's crazy. I did. Shut up. Don't tell nobody. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. Uh, outside of the outside of the pandemic, man, I do want to mention uh, we just lost a juggernaut in the music community. That is DMX. Prayers to go out to his family, man. I actually just so my brother uh, is a big fan. He actually put me on him. Not too long ago. So I was just not realizing his impact as far as like he was like the one dude giving Jay-Z problems. So um real, bro. I saw yeah. um a video of them um freestyling. DMX killed that nigga. Like it was clear cut as fuck. Like Jay-Z talented, probably the greatest of all time at this point, but we could argue that another time. But yeah, yeah. DMX on multiple occasions was killing that nigga when they was in the same room. Cause that came up in the area where you had to prove yourself. And your merit all the time, and DMX wanted all the fucking smoke. Now, that's unfortunately, crazy. we lost them to substance abuse. Well, at least that's what it looks like now. You know, a week from now, we may hear another story. But that definitely, his presence is gonna be felt, man. I know yeah. I saw an article that was like King of fucking England died, and niggas was like, okay, but DMX, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah like, who, that's who that's can die, and and their their death brings more news or notoriety than a fucking King of England. So. It's crazy. Yeah, it's facts, man. It's facts. Definitely crazy, man. Uh, recipes. We uh, definitely send our prayers and thoughts to his family. TZ, what are we talking about today, my guy? What, what's what's yeah, on the docket? So RPDMX, but we obviously we got some better content for y'all today. Our very yes, first interview with a female artist here at Behind the Muse. So fucking yes, excited. We got some good shit for y'all. Great ass interview. It's lit, man. I'm ready, bro. Can we start right now? Like, like let's just bro, get let's, let's fucking start right now, bro. I'm two shots in. I don't know what's going to come out after this, bro. But yeah, man, it's lit. Let's yeah. get to it. I 
just finished swimming. He listen when I tell him listen. Uh, bitch, I'm a star and I'm listening. At first, I'm so sweet like I'm listening. Uh, my skin glow real healthy. You niggas with All right, so the artist we have for you today is truly a master at her craft. She's what happens when a production perfectly complements the sound of the artist, both sonically and vocally. A diverse artist, content raging from the soft and sweet puppy love to don't forget I'm a motherfucking savage. I've known her for quite some time, so it's amazing to see how much she's grown in this industry and the success she's been seeing thus far. BTM, show your love for the uh, very talented and beautiful Miss Wavy. Miss Wavy, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, round of applause. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. I'm living good, living <laughs> life. Man, you having fun. You good, you lit. You turned I'm, up. I'm so turned. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of turned. Uh, yeah, you I sound took, turned. I you took sound... two shots. I smoked a little bit. <laughs> two shots. Two <laughs> shots. Hey, two shots. Smoked a little bit. There we go. Yeah, that's what it is. She's faded, cross faded. Hey man, go ahead. Go ahead. Kick us off, tease. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, one of the things we do every time we do an interview, because we anybody we interview will be co-signing them in a sense. But we're very curious. Who's your top five R&B singers of all time? Let's go. All time, Charlie. What's up? Okay. So, Joe Scott. Uh-huh. Okay. Janet, ja- Janet Jackson. Okay. Um, okay. Alicia Keys. Resonation. All right. A heat wave, which is an RV group. And then I would say, like, Janae Aiko. Yep. Oh, that was that's what I was waiting for. <laughs> I was waiting for that one. I felt like you yeah. were going to say that. I did feel like yeah. that. She is, she literally, like, shaped this whole thing for, like, contemporary RM, like, new, like, alternative RB. Like, she just, just made this whole new thing how could right. i not I don't feel like she, wow. don't feel like she okay. is getting that credit just yet i feel like in maybe five years or less people will start to be like oh yeah janae Aiko ushered in this generation but she she definitely leading to our next question a lot of the current landscape of r&b singers a lot of them are killing it a lot of them are killing it but janae Aiko is one of those two mm-hmm. but she really been around longer than people give her credit for you know but yeah. speaking of current landscape, I was listening you know, to her before she got famous. Really? Oh wow! You knew her personally? That was your homie? No, I didn't know her personally. I was just listening to her <laughs> personally. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> my bad. No, I did not know her personally. So I was just listen- I, I was listening to her before. Phone. You can text no, her right now, call her. Like- no, no, no. Ah, no, I wish. Hey, tonight. <laughs> <laughs> that's my food. Okay. Hey, <laughs> I'm, so dead. I'm so dead. So honestly, I'm a bad bitch. Niggas looking hard in my outfit. And you know I'm cute and I'm mad thick. Why toes better care in your magic? I'ma get this pipe, but I of R&B singers. You know, you got you got her, you got SZA, Ari Lennox, Summer Walker. Like, what, what are your thoughts on the current landscape of R&B, especially as it concerns the women? 
Okay, hold on. Let me break this down. I I just want to say this before I say anything is that, first of all, <clears throat> I like this new era of I'm a bad bitch and I don't give a fuck. Mm. I really like this. That okay. That's the era that we're in right now. All the Definitely. R&B artists are like, I'm a bad bitch and I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Instead of like, that is the error. Yeah, that's no, like, no one's sure. talking about boys breaking their heart. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's really what nice. it is. It is. Fuck you. That's nice. the error. I like that era though. I do. I really like it. I enjoy it because it really is. Is like, can I say this? Can I say power of the pearl? I'll say power of the pearl. Power of the pearl. That's, that's the era. <laughs> power like... of the pearl. We know we run shit. Yeah. So I know a lot of people are saying that there's nothing new. R and B is like a little sad and blah blah blah. Honestly, you know what? I should have put in my top five Jasmine Sullivan because mm. honestly, this bitch just made a comeback. Oh, she's yeah. like one of my favorite right now. She's fucking killing that shit. One, she's always been she's always been underrated. Now she's talking about I'm a bad bitch, da, 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 da. all this shit. Pick up your feelings and mm. shit. Don't blah blah blah. You know she be talking her sure. shit. Like Good that's myself. literally what I see when I see R and B. I see Jasmine Sullivan and all these other bitches around her. I'm sorry. She's given she's given like Summer Walker a run for her money. Like, let's be honest. A run for no, her. I money. agree. I agree. She, yeah. she's definitely one of the most Jasmine, Jasmine is elite. She's elite. She belongs in anybody's top five. I think uh vocally I she's talented. Her, huh. She's never Can dropped a bad record. Nah, you can't do that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but nah, man, I, I feel like, you know, back in the day you had a lot of women more so focused on lyrics centered around heartbreak caused by male lovers. You know what I mean? And now you see that shift to kind of like what you were saying. Like, I'm a bad bitch. I don't really give a right. fuck. Uh, you know, two can play at that game. I'm not finna go cry in the corner type shit. And, you, <laughs> and you're, you're pretty much saying you fully embrace that. Because I'm actually, uh, you know, in your song, The Interlude, you also mentioned uh, lack of feelings and relations, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I feel like you're embracing that that new shift in in R and B. So you so you like that type of shit, huh? I do. I love. I don't like it. I love it. <laughs> love it. I love Need it. it. I love that type yeah. of shit. I was just I just been waiting for it to be. I I felt like so conformed to and always having to be able to sing about like being in love or something or other people would look at me fucking differently. I wrote that song interlude. I wrote that in two thousand and. 16. Wow. Mm. I wrote that song a long ass time ago and I never put it out. Yeah. I put it out. And I was just like, I'm afraid to put it out because people would be like, what the fuck? Don't think she's a hoe. What the fuck? Yeah. You're a hoe. Yeah, <laughs> You're a hoe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do whatever the fuck you want to do. Your like, mom's I, a hoe. Right. <laughs> I literally just didn't put it out just yeah. because I was like, that wasn't the era that we were in. Now it's okay to be in, embrace that and being like, I can do whatever the fuck I want. Because Fuck I yeah. can. Hell yeah. I'm beautiful. Period. Period. That's, ah, that's what it is. Yeah. That's literally what it that's is. That's real, though. That's real, though. I, no, but I, it's um, true, though. I am. Yeah. I'm, no, I. <laughs> <laughs> no, motherfucker. Listen. Listen right I'm now. Weak. Go ahead. I was just going to say, like, I feel like if I could describe my music and be like, what, what am I or whatever, or how I describe my music now or like whatever, and being confident and being in this realm of like, uh, I'm a bad bitch. Music is like divine femininity. That's really what it mm. is. It's like, that's what all of this is. Like, I know I'm saying like, oh, I'm beautiful. Like it is. It's like 
I am divine femininity. I know that I'm beautiful. I know I can have whatever I want. I know I can say whatever I want. Mm. But I say I say it in a certain way where you don't even feel, like you don't even know that I'm just reeling your ass in. <laughs> <laughs> I just reeled your ass in. Now you're here. Damn. The art of talking. Yo. <laughs> it's the art of talking. Women, some women, some women have it, some women don't. But I feel like R&B women, R&B singers, they have this this thing that they can just reel people in. They can just talk to people and they're just stuck. Yeah. Never leaving. You, do you ever listen to Janae Aiko and you just be like, I'm stuck. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm just stuck listening I'm here to her. I'm yes. 100%, man. 100%. You said something that was pivotal, man. You said, talk yeah. about the divine feminine and uh, shout out to, to Malcolm Miller. Uh, rest in peace. But, you know, he came out with a project pretty much talking about the divine feminine. And you have so many artists that's out here embracing themselves, not just in R&B, also in hip hop as well. You know, Cardi B, uh, Meg Thee Stallion and a plethora of other artists, Rhapsody, are kind of like breaking that threshold. Like, hey, and it's not new. You know, Lil' Kim did it. Nicki Minaj did it. It's It's been around for a while, but it's just happening more frequently. Women are stepping into themselves and not afraid to be it's who always, they are. Yeah. In public, like I, I fucking love it. It's beautiful. It's just looked down upon. Mm-hmm. You think? Yeah, do you think that's gonna change? We, <laughs> it has to. You don't have no fucking choice. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have, nobody has a choice. Jesus, that's real, man. <laughs> you don't have no fucking so it choice. Is what it is. That shit's about to change. What? Excuse me. We all doing it. You gonna have to either suck it up or shut up. <laughs> mm. And mm. that's all I'm married. That's the soundbite right there. That they that's the soundbite. <laughs> yeah, so you know, uh, <laughs> speaking of speaking of your music and your sound and what you what you bring to the table, I'm I'm also very curious at what was the origin behind your name? You know, what what made Wavy Wavy? Mm. Ah. <laughs> okay. This is a weird story. So my Instagram name used to be Wavy Caribbean because I'm Caribbean. My mother's Haitian, so, you know, I'm just embedded into that culture. I was like, I don't even know how old I was when I started Instagram. Young. Young as fuck, okay? <laughs> and um, when I moved to Maryland, I met these musicians. They do Afrobeat music. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. And I was in the studio with them all the time. And, my, and they just were calling me Wavy because they just call me Wavy. I met them on Instagram, like. I ended up going to the studio. I was literally in the studio every weekend with them. They were like, yeah, this is Wavy. And that was just my name. Uh, that was, so I was like, let me go change it. Shit. Let me go change it. <laughs> and no. it was taken at first. And then one day I went to go change. It, the name was taken. I was like, what the fuck? So I DM'd the girl who her name was Wavy. And I was like, hey. Um, I was like, I do music. I just asked her. I was like, can I have the, the name? Can I, ha- I want it. And she was like, yeah. She, it took uh, her like three days, yeah. but I took it. You and bullied that's somebody that's to get their damn, just... damn name on Instagram. That's fucked up. She's probably I didn't her bully her. I didn't bully her. Great old bullied her. I didn't. I think we still follow each other. Oh, wow. What's her name to? <laughs> Where did she change her name to? I have no idea. I just really just pressured her. As long as it's not wavy, I don't even know. I don't even know. We don't want to see you in these streets. Is is one of the artists you were talking about with the Afro Beaks? I saw you did a feature with uh, Sean Storm. Is he one of the guys that kind of came up in your your wavy era origin story? 
Yeah, he was one of the, he was the one that was the guy that kept calling me Wavy. Everybody oh, wow. fucking started calling That's me crazy. Wavy. It was Sean Storm. Yeah. Yeah, it was him. He was just Appreciate like, yeah, this you, is Sean Storm. I'm like, yeah. And I used to get on his ass too. I used to get on his ass. I'm like, stop fucking calling me that. <laughs> like, I was mad as fuck. Stop fucking calling me that. He's like, why? But you're wavy, though. He's like, everyone loves it. I'm like, I don't care what everyone loves. Yeah. I am. I am wavy. I it, Wavy is a is a person. It's me. It's not a personality. It's it does describe me. you. Like, you can hear it in your voice. Your voice sounds pretty wavy, yeah. uh, which I feel like you do on purpose because of that. Oh. But um, hey, that, that- <laughs> I don't. This is how I talk. You literally have known me for forever. You know I talk like this. Yeah, you've been wavy forever. Um, I sound like a smooth jazz radio host. Like a smooth criminal. Yeah. You would be a good radio host now that I think about it. That's dope. That's why yeah. we brought you on the podcast. You can add that smooth. Now you're tuning in to Ooh. 90.9. Yeah, go ahead and get that behind the music soundbite. Uh, bro, that's how we need it, bro. Maybe. Well, you started at the beginning of all of our podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> you're now tuning in with behind the music. <laughs> you got to say it, folks. You got to say it one time. Like. Yo, say it, please. Go, go. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on. Give me a second. And now you're tuning in to Behind the Muse. Oh, mm, like, like a storm, like a like a quiet rainstorm. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying, bro? Ooh, as a sound like as a sound like that. What's heavy? Let's make a video. Let's make a movie. You can send it to my phone, don't show you groupies Watch it when you're all alone, yeah. Save it as your ringtone, oh. I know, I know, I know you think I'm crazy You like when I throw it back on you, baby I know, I know you think I'm super wild But every time I'm smiling, you know that we just smiling Yo, so I got a question about one of your songs. This is actually my favorite. This is actually my favorite song uh, by you. But uh, it is called Video. Now, I got a couple questions. So we're just going to get into it. You said, yeah. let's make a movie. Okay. Don't show your groupies. What, what were you referring to? <laughs> like, the groupies of, you know, his his homies? Like, his um, girls? Like, what, what's up? Okay. Well... I <laughs> I wrote this song about someone okay that has a little bit of status. Ooh. I can't I can't really bring up, bring that up. Now nah, you got to tell us. You got to tell us. I can't. I literally can't. You, he made you <laughs> I cannot. He made you sign NDA? Oh my god, no. I'd be in so much trouble. He made you sign NDA? This was a while ago. So this was like 2 years ago. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. And I, I dealt with this person and mm-hmm. he has some status and we made a video and I was just in it and I asked him because <laughs> I'm I'm different. I was like, save it, save it to your phone, save it as your ringtone. Mm. Wow. Save it as your ringtone, the beginning of it, because the way I was talking and I was like, <laughs> don't show your groupies, like don't show, don't show the people you hang around with or whatever. Because there was always people like in his face and his phone and stuff like that, just because of what he did and yeah. all that stuff. So what like I did. just, <clears throat> I was like, you're allowed to have these videos. You're, allowed. Mm. I mean, I wasn't embarrassed by it. That's nice. It's a nice video. 
Yeah, I would say it, it must be a nice video. <laughs> it's a nice video. I'm listening to the song and the lyrics great, and but... you seem extremely confident in what you right. portrayed in that song. So I'm like, this got to be something that really happened. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. got it. it has to be. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, so what did he do? What did he do? Like, was he a basketball player, football player? Like, what's up? Occupation. Yeah. No, he's a producer. He's a producer. He's a producer. Okay, so let's let's go. That's why your music so far, like yeah. your production is crazy. Yeah, he's producing. So because he produced your music. Thank you. Actually, that's because of no, it wasn't because he produced my music. No, um, <laughs> not at the time. I wasn't really. I don't think two years ago I really wasn't into music like that. But like, I mean, I was, but I really wasn't. But um, mm-hmm. I didn't know how to like execute it properly. That's because I wanted to put oh, out yeah. music that was like the best that I possibly could put out. Yeah. So no, it wasn't. But like, also I was like young. I didn't really know what the fuck I was doing. But no, he's a producer. He He's in Atlanta now. He's produced for a few different people. Like some, mm. some good music. So I just won't bring him up, you know? It's whatever. But anyway, the production that I've been doing now is between me, because I produce a little bit, and um, Indica Wolf which is my producer now. He's really dope. You should follow him on Instagram. Yeah, he's from Atlanta. He's really awesome. Yeah, your new producer. Your, your production he's really is fucking crazy. Good at what he fucking does. Yeah. I, I definitely fuck with your production heavy. You got some good ass Thank production. you. Mm-hmm. And it's not Sitting just Sitting in my bed recording music. Thank you. It's the whole package, but the production is the perfect complement to what you bring to the table. Like you talked about your lyrics, but the musicality, all of it is the package. Like Rasheen said in the introduction, like it's the perfect combination, you know. <laughs> so good, good, you know, good looking out to you and your sounds. Ooh, you better wake up, wake up, so you can keep the paper coming. Oh, you better wake up, wake up, so you can keep the game from running. Oh, you better wake up, wake up, so you can get this paper. Another song I had a question about, you know, because one of the things that makes your your lyrical and your lyrics so good is you switch from different subjects. You know, you don't you don't talk about just one thing. So one of the songs that I liked a lot was your song, you know, it was like a paper chasing, you know, it's about success and you know, you're obviously on the path to get to your goals, waking up and getting to the money. You know what I'm saying? So once artists get to a point where they see more success, right. there's more risk and there's more there's more uh, things that they can kind of get into. So we see, for example, with like Whitney Houston and Demi Lovato and even with just DMX who passed, you know, that's always the risk of getting into like substance abuse in the music industry. We see that with musicians left and right. You know, yeah. what are your thoughts on that? I feel like... um Substance abuse in like the industry is like, I don't know. It just seems like a way to manipulate people. A lot of people in the industry, they already come from backgrounds where it's hard already. Mm-hmm. Like it was hard for them to cop out low-key, a way for them to cope or something, things of that nature. And people know that. It's like Demi Lovato had a horrible childhood. And the first thing they showed her was drugs. So they thought it was mm-hmm. easier to keep her shut up or whatever the case may be. And she just took that shit. It's like, it's a way to manipulate people. Because Demi Lovato is one of the most talented singers, really. She's really fucking talented. Mm -hmm. And they knew that. And they knew that she had it rough. And they still gave her, like, 
drugs and stuff. Same thing with fucking DMX. His he got fucking cracked from his what? From his yeah, mentor. <laughs> like they laced the blunt. Like yeah, like that shit is crazy. Like Whitney Houston, who gave her that? Bobby. That shit is crazy. It's like they know that it's hard for them already. And they just like give them drugs. I feel like also when people look at the industry and like they're like, if you want to make it, you got to do this, this and this and that. I don't know. I was talking to somebody and they were like, when they think about like you making it, it's like you walk into a room and there's like drugs on the table and they're like, take this if you want to be famous. <laughs> take this if you want to <laughs> be famous. Like low key. Mm-hmm. Because like what what artists, there's like very few artists that don't do like hard drugs. Yeah. Hard drugs, whether we know it or not. And I'm just like, why? Is that the way? Because I don't, if that's it, I don't want it. Shit. <laughs> that shit is scare me. You be sweating and shit. I don't even like to sweat. <laughs> I heard people talk about people getting into drugs, but no one ever talks about the influence to, to push these people to drugs when they come from bad backgrounds. Like I thought I thought that was really interesting that you touched on that. I, I also think it's it's like a rite of passing almost. Like I don't know, maybe the fame is just hard to deal with and they and they get to a point. The thing with the, the right. issue about it that makes it different than, you know, me or Ashima, just any regular person getting addicted to drugs is when you're not famous, regular. you <laughs> <laughs> you have access to a shitload of it. Like you, you have the connections. <laughs> you got the money to get whatever you want. Like, you do. It's it's way worse. It's not yes. the same. It's not the same. Yes, yo. I was literally just. I was just talking about this about DMX. I was like, yo, how the fuck would anybody know or anybody know if he was doing drugs or whatever the case may be? This man has enough money. He can fund his addiction. And what the fuck oh, yeah. are you going to tell someone to do with their money? Yeah. You're not, you can't be like, oh, how, how, how am I going to, how to spend your money? If my mom told me how to spend my money, I got your attitude. Excuse <laughs> me. I got, no, it's my money. I can do whatever I want with it. Especially if you have a large amount. It's like, um, it's different from when people who, who ask other people to fund their addiction and then people who have the money and it's like, I can fund my addiction if I want to. If I want to kill myself, I can. Yeah. And I don't think that they should have that much fucking access. I'm sorry. They shouldn't. <laughs> so question, question then. Uh, because you obviously, you know, you talk about in your music uh, and drip. You you hope to get there. Like you hope to get billions. You about the money, the paper. So when you get there, maneuver uh, around the bullshit. Yes, when I get there. Oh, because I don't do bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> huh. I know this sounds so crazy. I've been, I've been, <laughs> that sounds so crazy, right? I don't do, I really don't. I don't do bullshit. So um, you can ask anybody, any man, any boy, whatever, that's tried to speak to me and try to pull some bullshit on me. I don't do it. Goodbye. You have a great day. I just can't. <laughs> I've come in the past, in the past like two years, in the past year and a half, it was just like quarantine. I really focused on like being at peace and being happy, like actually happy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to fake like I'm happy because I'm still like upset or mad or whatever. I have to do what I have to do so I can be happy to make sure I'm good before anybody else gets any piece of me or that that includes like family or friends or whatever. I don't want to give my energy to someone when I can't even give all my energy to myself. So, um. There's been actually there's been times when I've been offered things that are not I mean, that are drugs, but like other things for like 
studio time or like a free photo shoot or a video shoot or going to this record label. And I'm like, no, I'm good. They're like, why? I'm like, because that sounds like bullshit. I shouldn't have to do all that other that <laughs> I shouldn't have to do all that just to get to where I want to be. It should just simply be because you think that I can make you money straight up. Because straight up, because <laughs> I can make you some money. I can make myself some money. Do you shit. think do you think it's a lot of artists yeah. that are are getting where I just they don't at, do, where they I right can't I can't that? do that bullshit. Um not all, but some. Some of them put fucking some of them are hard working. It's hard. It's hard to be like an independent artist and work for yourself and make sure that shit happens. It's yeah. it's hard. So I can understand why people feel like I have to do this so I can be famous. I just feel like that's one, maybe the easy way out. And two, that's dangerous right. as fuck. You, you doing drugs and shit just to like make it or whatever. Nigga, you might not even wake up the next day. So yeah. like you doing all this. Just to be famous, like or selling your soul or whatever. The, like this, all this shit is like super temporary. Like, yeah, do I want to make an impact? Do I want to sing and make music for the rest of my life? Of course. These are all things that I aspire to do. But at the end of the day, um, like this is temporary. Like being here is temporary. I'm not going to be here forever. So I might as well make the most of my life, not not on stupid decisions, if that makes sense. Yo, you guys can't Making see this right sense. now because we're on a podcast and you, you can't see the video, but we can see the video. And Wavy has like this fucking fern ficus like on her wall. <laughs> Looks super serene, like like she's in a garden of Eden. <laughs> like, and she's and she's preaching this like yo. Love yourself, you know what I mean? Like, love yourself. <laughs> you ain't got to deal with the bullshit. It just, yeah, it just, paint the perfect picture for you. Like, she's coming from a, pa- a the place wind is blowing, of- my windows are open. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. I believe it, man. Coming from a place of complete serenity. So that's that's amazing. That's dope. I like it. You did say something, though, I didn't want to uh, bring up. You talked about um, how in the last year and a half, especially with it kind of been a pandemic, you know, you you were working though. You you put out an EP. You you've done some yeah. shit. So was was working throughout the pandemic or creating music was it harder or easier for you during the yeah. pandemic? It was eye opening. I think uh, hmm. when I realized I was about to be in the house for a long time, I was like, "Yo, <laughs> it's been a month, <laughs> and I'm in the house, and I'm like, yo, I should be working on my music. I had never released a project or a body of work that was a a large body of work before. And I had made goals for myself to be able to do that um, before the end of the year. And I was like, you know what? This is the perfect fucking time to do that. Yeah. So I sat down. I was going back and forth to DC to go to a recording studio with my my friends, Che and uh, CJ Felty, which are like the people that I was working with at the time. And my uh, my other friend, uh, Toby. And I was like going back and forth and uh, recording and I was writing music. And I was like, you know, I'm going to do a project. And they're like, you should. So yeah. I did. <laughs> I did a project. I recorded it. I just feel like it was, I, I shit, I recorded more music than that. I have hella music that's just waiting, like, and waiting and Lock waiting and loaded, to release. Shit, ready I have my second project kind of almost ready, <laughs> low key. <laughs> you mentioned earlier, you know, what it was like, you know, 
been in the pandemic or whatnot. We've it's always it's been something for everybody. And we've seen a lot of music drop, you know, from other artists. But you know, you being an artist, was releasing music during the pandemic, was it harder, or easier, or how was that for you? I was by myself. Um, I had a lot of time on my hands. Um, honestly, I hadn't really got any streams or any like major plays before this. Like I think my last song did maybe like 4,000 streams or something on Apple Music, maybe like seven on mm-hmm. Spotify. It wasn't like a lot, like, you know, something a lot. So I was like, I'm going to put a lot of effort into this, a lot of work, um, mm-hmm. like organizing photo shoots and like getting stylists and getting black creators to like do like makeup and nails and mm-hmm. stuff like that is uh that was a little bit hard just because you know people were in quarantine and they're like i'm scared i'm like girl we just gotta figure out how we're gonna do it but we did it yeah. and <laughs> the shit worked and i literally was kind of a little bit overwhelmed like at the amount of support I was getting. I was like, maybe I was getting a lot of support because everybody was fucking stuck in the house, but it continued even after people were like out. Um, I got like over 60,000 streams on my last project. And that was like a lot for me. Yeah. Because that's like a lot. Because I'm like, I didn't even know that that many people or that (laughs) that could even happen to me. Because like in my first month, I was like, it was like 27. 27,000. Right. And I was like, I think part of it too is when people see you organize and you get legit with your, your marketing, your videos, the artwork, the photo shoots, people get excited for that, especially oh, yeah. when you have actual talent to support it. So, yeah. I think, like, for example, I was watching the music video for Drip. Like, Drip is my personal favorite song of yours, at least as it stands right now. And look at the music video, it was very well done. You know, so mm-hmm. when you see when you see an up and coming artist and then you see, you know, it's really organized, they really putting forth effort and they really putting money where, you know, where their music is, that makes you want to click subscribe. That makes you want to be like, oh yeah, this is dope. You know, that's when I think that's when the support start ramping up and why you have to kind of keep that momentum. But it doesn't surprise me. But I can see where you would be surprised just seeing where you were, where you're at now. But when I look at the content, when I listen to the music, I see why people are intrigued by you for sure. And just speaking to those numbers and speaking to that success, I mean, you've seen uh, right now you have 186 subscribers on your YouTube, over 18,000 views. Uh, your Spotify is doing numbers as well. You got 40K streams, 14,000 listeners in 78 countries. So you're seeing uh, a wild amount of success, man. So it's crazy. I know that could definitely be surprising. It's interesting seeing how you can navigate through that. Uh, so that's, that's dope. And a little bit of time. That shit was little time. Like, yeah. what the fuck? I was so confused. Like, I was like, it was literally <laughs> like six months. Yeah. Seven months. Yeah. One of the one of the songs that probably has one of the most views uh, across all of your different platforms is the cover of Sad, which racked over 13,000 views. Did you see that coming? Did you know that was like, oh, finna be the one when you, yeah. when you dropped that cover? Um, no, I did not. Um, that was like what a few <laughs> months before X died. Um, yeah, if actually a few weeks actually. Um, and I was, uh, I did that, and it was one of my favorite songs, and I did it. And I had actually made a plan. My friend, um, Sebastian, was like, "You promised you were gonna make a YouTube before May or something like that," which I did. And he was like, 
if you don't do it, you're letting yourself down. Da, da, da. And I don't, I'm very prideful. I'm a Leo. So I'm very prideful. And I was like, yeah, there's mm-hmm. no fucking way that I'm going to do something and not actually do it. So <clears throat> I made it. I was like, yeah, this will be my first video. Blah, blah, blah. Put it up. Cool. I like the next night or the next day I woke up and it had like a 2000 views. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm <laughs> what the fuck? I was kind of freaking out. I was like, what the fuck is happening? I was like, and then my, yeah. <laughs> and then someone like messaged me on Instagram. They're like, yeah, you are my recommended on YouTube. And I think you're really cool. I'm like, what the hell? And that's also when my followers went up a little bit. Actually, a lot of it. I went from like a thousand, like 1800 to 2000, nice. like kind of overnight or like 24. Actually, you might go and go and do like a couple. Yeah, this bro. shit was kind of weird for me. Put that shit on YouTube. Yeah, you think we need to do a cover, bro. <laughs> hey, we, we, can, we can do a cover. Be, we can do a. What, what should cover? we cover? Because we want to be like you, obviously. So like, you can Man. just put us on game. We might. We might just do a should, a, I, a, 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 a rendition of like only. Like we can do that. You know, what I'm saying be. Uh, you know, I'll be Drake. Obviously, you might be Lil <laughs> Wayne. And, uh, make him a um, but yeah, I think that that'd be dope. What's up? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about 13,000 views. This one finna get 26,000 views. Um, you mean, yeah, double, nigga. <laughs> I do that. I'm dead. I'm what else was up? If That's I could say up. anything or give you some advice though, is not is don't is don't do covers. Don't. I just wouldn't. I just feel like that was maybe a doubt. Damn, you've seen a lot of success over it, so it's crazy. You're what what makes you feel that way? I say that because uh there was a time where I felt like people did not take me seriously. And in my music, they literally only wanted me to do covers. And I was like, I was doing covers on Instagram. That was my thing. And then when Instagram, you know, did the whole minute to like 30 second videos and all that stuff. And I did it. And I felt like people were really depending or like looking at me to just do covers. So when I put out my first song, everybody was like, "What? why are you doing that? You should cover this song. I'm like, uh... I feel like that was a downfall. Like, I shouldn't have done it. (laughs) And they just didn't take me as seriously as I wanted to be taken. The middle segue between that would be, you know, covers would be good to get your name out. It's still some of your most popular videos, but maybe to not do so many to where you're known by it. You know, maybe put out more of your original music sooner versus having so many covers. So I I get where you're coming from there. And that's that's interesting that you say that because... You know, we talked earlier about by Jack Queese, you know, and it's like most of his most substantial <laughs> music is like covers of other people's songs, yeah. you know. And but he he'll make a claim like King of R and B and he's gotten a lot of controversy about like damn, you know, your yeah, your covers are good, but you can't claim a title when it's not your music that you're mostly yeah. known by. So I definitely get that. And I, I get where you're coming from with saying like you know, maybe you regret you know, being that way. But I think now, now it's up from here. You know, now oh, you yeah, got the yeah. content. Now you got the EP. You got the music videos. Now, now it's it's up from here. You know. Yeah, I'm you got two, two EPs, show, right? Hopefully. You got no. I got. Yeah, well, I have uh, a don't, Christmas. Don't call me baby girl. Yeah. And then you got the Christmas EP. I did want to ask you about. Well, I wanted to ask you about the Christmas EP as well. But I wanted to ask you, bro, who called you baby girl, man? Because I feel like you got a story <laughs> for all these different yeah. lines and shit, like. Who called you baby girl? We need to know. Um, 
So I feel like being a beautiful woman in today's society for any beautiful woman, it just wasn't for me, but any beautiful woman, there's always that man at the fucking gas station or Mm. there's always that man, you walk into your car, he's just like, yo, baby girl, yo, what's up, you blue shirt, whatever the fuck they want to say. And like that shit (laughs) bothers me. I don't like that shit. I don't like yeah, that shit. No, I get that. So how do you want to be addressed? By my fucking name. Sorry, I didn't mean to say that was so much basic. How am I supposed to address you by your name? We don't know your name. If I see you at the gas station, you wearing a blue shirt with a blue hair, I'm going to be like, yo, hey, yo, blue shirt, blue hair, blue flame. What's good? What's chilling? You know what I'm saying? I don't know your name. You going to wear your name tape or something like that? How do you, you want to be approached by a new person? Someone who doesn't know. <laughs> no, you asked me my name. That's fair. Can't really, can't really argue with that. that. <laughs> <laughs> As my name. No, I I appreciate fucking respect. I do. I like it when, you know what? When a guy hits on me and I'm like at a gas station or whatever the fucking, wherever the fuck I am at, whatever. And they be like, hi, what's your name? I'm more open to having a fucking conversation than you being like, because this has happened. Oh, like, oh, you got a fat ass. I'm trying to talk to you. Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> what? Hey, no, I will say, though. Disrespectful as fuck. I think, I think people in general are getting more bold. So as as music come out, you know, like like The weekend, for instance, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not a follow you The weekend. You got women being more bold. I feel like you're going to see niggas being more bold, too. They're going to be like, hey. Shit, you said, you know. But what the saying? difference is, <laughs> niggas have always been bold, though. Yeah. I feel like we're only now getting very recently where we holding niggas more accountable. Like, <laughs> like yeah. you know I'm saying, back in the day, I don't care. Nobody saying folks to call this generation or our generation of men trash all they want. Niggas back in the in the day got away with way worse shit. Not hey, yo, even bitch. comparable. Yeah. Yeah, it's not even comparable, not even in the same league. It wasn't until our generation that we started holding niggas like R. Kelly accountable. Like a nigga, a nigga post that was born pre 85 can't talk, can't say shit to me (laughs) about how a man's supposed to treat a woman. Like, I mean, I get (laughs) get to a certain point, you can tell me. I'm not saying you can't have learned, but I'm just saying from generation to generation, them niggas was bold. Yeah, bold, trash, accepting of R. Kelly, which all <laughs> you know, you know how I feel about that motherfucker. Like all all encompassing <laughs> trash ass niggas, you know what I'm saying, from the 80s. So I definitely feel that. We, we like are said that trash R. Kelly accepting niggas. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you all. I like hate you all. Yes. Yeah, so but, you know, you, you talked about quite a bit you know we've spoken on some of our favorite moments some of our favorite songs the things about your music that we like a lot where do you see yourself or where do you want to be by this time next year i want to be on the billboards where mm-hmm. i want to be damn quick fast exactly and I where I be. right yes. there I, it's not quick facts and hurry because i gotta put, put in the fucking work Okay, I gotta put Sheesh. in the work to do that. It took me a lot to be able to even put out my music video and put out my project and put out whatever. Because if I can bring it up right now, if I can look at it, let me look on my Twitter. I said, uh, I think I said it 
last month on the 15th, I said that I would release a music video, a project, and I would have substantial. I put it on my Twitter. I got to find it. And I fucking did that shit. I spoke that shit into existence. I did that shit. I put in the work. I worked hard. And shit, it's fucking hard. Yo, it's hard to be literally an R&B singer. That's why you don't see so... You don't see you don't see no fucking new R and B singers all the time because that shit is hard. First of all, one niggas don't take you seriously ever. It don't matter. Mm. It don't matter if you're ugly, pretty, whatever. They just don't fucking take you seriously, especially when you go to a fucking studio and niggas is asking you to go on dates and shit and turn it in return to get your stems instead of paying for them. Nigga, I will pay you to get my shit. Like that shit is annoying. That happens all the time. Nobody wants to listen Jesus. because they think that you're all the same. Nobody wants to hear your contact. Like all this shit just it's just hard as fuck. So like I know that's why I got into producing and I got into trying to learn how to mix and stuff like that because I was so dependent on everyone else. If I'm gonna get somewhere yeah. in life, I know that I fucking did that shit. I know that I did right. that shit and I put in the work so I can do that shit. Yo, that's real. You said some real I shit. Like I just had, I was, I got I my back. Throw some applause on that, man. Oh, that gotta throw real. some applause on that. Gotta yeah, throw that was some shit. shit. I know he was coming from. She said, "I'm a, if I gotta go through you niggas, I'm gonna just start producing my own shit." Like I, yeah. I respect that a lot because you know one thing that J Cole said that stuck with me. He talked about how since he produces his own music people will never have control over his sound. So a lot of artists who have these big name producers when they first come out, when they stop making as much money to pay these producers, their sound drops dramatically because it's like, damn, now I got to go through producers and other producers versus when you have the control over your sound, then no one can take that away from you. And from now and five years, 10 years later, your sound is still standing on its own because you never had to go through niggas for that shit. So right, I respect right. that, baby. You, 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 you definitely doing right. the damn thing for sure. for sure. Yeah, fuck that, man. Definitely keep grinding, bro. Uh, let's just brag on Wavy for just a second, man. So we we talked earlier about like her sound, her vibe, the <laughs> confidence that she just exudes, you know, out of herself. She don't really give a fuck. She a bad bitch, and she know it. <laughs> that, you know, she said, that. "I, I ain't said that." She said, that. "I ain't said that." Uh, but <laughs> overall, look and package and lyrics. Flip <laughs> for talking about love. You know, waking up to get your money, and even pulling up the camera to record your sexual endeavors. You know, what I'm saying y- you are a complete package and very confident woman of music and industry. Man, we we fuck with you heavy. Please just give her a round of applause for waving, man. Like you know this. This this lady is dope for as sure. hell. For sure. And she she no. does all of that and more, all without losing her house musicality. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like you, you, you bring the package, you're doing your lyrics, you're producing your music, you got a great music video out. Definitely go check out that music video, Drip. God you know, that. At this moment, do you have any any shout outs you want to give Wavy? Any any final comments? Anything? Uh, of course. Um, I'm very proud of my music video. I worked really hard on it. I'm going to give a shout out to Rob Silver Visuals because that nigga took a chance with me, <laughs> giving me creative direction <laughs> for that music video. Really? Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's fucking awesome. I know I probably overwhelmed his ass because I was just like, this shit has to be done. Like, this. <laughs> I was really trying to control that shit. 
Um, <laughs> so I give it to him. All the girls that were in my music video, they're awesome. They they're all my they're all my friends and stuff like that. I want to give it to my my producer and to Wolf. He's awesome. Lots of love there. Everyone who just really like supports me. Like I really yeah. appreciate that because that shit really keeps me fucking making music. Okay. Mm-hmm. This shit really yeah. makes like I'd be just like, oh, you guys love me so much. I just want to keep making music. People be when you're really making this music. I dropped the fucking drip song out of fucking pressure because somebody I had previewed it and, and like over 300 people were like, I need this song now. I'm like, oh my God. Okay. Wow. I'm sorry. Yeah. They're like, release it now. I'm like, release okay. It now. So I just give it to everyone who really supports me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's lit. That's lit. I'm happy for you. Like, this is exciting. I personally have enjoyed the interview. I've enjoyed the music. I'm excited to see where it goes from here. Um, I'm excited for people to hear this and hopefully fall in love with the music like we have. You know, it's dope. Yeah. You have a great personality, great persona. I'm excited for the next shit you drop. Like, we're fans. Yeah, we're we fans. are definitely fans, man. Shout out to Wavy. Check out her music. That is Wavy, W-A-Y-V-I-E-E. She actually thug somebody out to get that name. So make sure you, <laughs> you follow her appropriately. Right. Uh, gang, gang. That's on Instagram and, okay, period. and all, all types of platforms. That, you know, make sure you uh, drop your handle, but we'll have it in the link, man. Thank you for coming by. Thank you for sharing your music. Thank you for sharing your music with yes. us in the world. We appreciate you, man. For sure. I appreciate Peace. you. Thank you for having me. All right, man, this has been another episode of Behind the Muse, man. As always, we appreciate you guys' love, support. Got Migos in the back doing ad-libs. You know how we dig it. (laughs) I'll do what you guys say, bro. Yeah, man, appreciate y'all showing your support. Please follow us on Instagram, Twitter. You know what the handle is by now, man. See y'all again next time. Let's show. Catch it.